You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blustein. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all in private. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And text said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. Hello, everyone. It's Bizarre Buffet Podcast. Hi, it's us. How are you? Did you like our last episode? That was really good. Scott was a lot of fun. It was a good time. Thank yeah. you, Scott. Scott was a good time. Thank you for joining us, Scott. What's next on the agenda? What's on the agenda, Jennifer? This, this is a genocide. A genocide. A genocide. Oh, hashtag. So, made that up. I just wanted to share with our viewers because I don't think we've announced this publicly yet on Bizarre Buffet. What is it? But I'm pregnant. Yes! Jen is yep. pregnant! Bow, 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 bow. I, yes, I am pregnant. <laughs> right now I'm at 18 weeks and the baby is the size of a cucumber. A cucumber? Oh my god, um, that's big. But this will probably be airing in a couple weeks from now, so it'll be yeah, even bigger. Sh- Jen will be like a zucchini by the time it'll this be airs. Like an eggplant. An yeah, eggplant. maybe like an eggplant. She might have it. She might have birthed it at this point, at the rate that we're releasing episodes. I don't know. A pumpkin. A pumpkin. I think a pumpkin is after birth, Mark. I can't even imagine the feeling. It makes my vagina. I know. Yeah, mine too. It's something that I haven't fully come to terms with either yet myself. Understandably so. Women have been giving birth since the dawn of time. Yeah. How do you think we're here? Cave women. (laughs) Yes. That's right, oh, yeah. cave women. I'm a cave woman. Yes, you are. We all are. We I all am are cave women. Cave woman, hear me roar. <laughs> so, my question Congrats, tonight. Jen Wilson. Yeah, we, yeah, and we Jerry. You, and we're very proud and excited. We are. You. Jerry Wilson Egan. Jerry Wilson Egan. <laughs> yeah. Well, my question tonight is actually, do you know if your parents had like any superstitions like baby superstitions or any rituals with you before or after you were born no but i remember that my mother fell down the steps with me that's why you are the way you are exactly i think i honestly think so she fell down the steps with me and she said that my my father's mother laughed at her Which might explain a lot for my emotional and other damage. But now let's get back into the episode. What about you, Mark? So I guess I have like two small things. But my mom used to say that her grandmother used to say that if you were to count the amount of cars behind a hearse, that you'd be the next person to die and ride in that hearse. And then also allegedly, and I'm not trying to like be a Miss Cleo. Go ahead, Sylvia Brown. Or Sylvia Brown. But I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, we knew it. So apparently and allegedly, my parents said that when I was a toddler, I used to talk about the before. Meaning the before I was born. I feel like I've heard that before with other people. Like, I feel like that's actually kind of common. Yeah. Like past life weird shit. Yeah. I don't don't have any, like, memories of being, like, a prince. No, no, me neither. No, me neither. I don't have any of those memories. <laughs> or a cow. I remember my mom telling me that my grandmother wasn't very happy with the fact that she was having a baby shower. Not grandmother from the other 
episode. Oh, oh the, birthday the cake. other grandmother. My mom's mom. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of grandparents and a lot of like older generations actually believe baby showers to be superstitious. Really? It's bad luck to actually like have a baby shower before the baby was born. Really? God forbid something happens, I guess. Like anything is possible. Yeah. But I get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Keep the receipts. Keep the exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep mean, the gift receipt. I know for me, like the one thing that Jerry and I made very clear is that we're keeping the baby's name to ourselves between the two of us. Because it's like I see all of these people who already name their baby and then they have like a baby shower with the baby's name all over the place and like what if you name your baby Thomas, mm-hmm. and then the baby comes out, and you look at the baby, and the baby doesn't look like a Thomas. Yeah, it looks like a Fred. It looks like a Fred. Or a yeah. yeah, yeah, or a Bonquiqui. Exactly. So, and then you're stuck with, like, all of these gifts with the name Thomas on it. Yeah, Thomas Bonquiqui, uh, <laughs> Wilson Egan. No, but, or, like, or just what if the gender is different? Yeah. That, too. You know, that's, yeah. That, too. Absolutely. A lot of common rituals in the U.S. for babies to welcome them into the world are things like baptisms. Were you baptized? I'm sure you Un- were. Unfortunately, yeah, me too. I know. yelled at my parents about it. I was too, but I'm, I'm contemplating going to the satanic temple unbaptizing <laughs> uh, sequence. Um, and circumcisions. Mark, did you have a bris? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I had a bris, but I think I'm circumcised. <laughs> Not that Jen Wilson you needed are, to know I've this. Seen it yeah, yeah. Once Mark, or twice. Mark, yeah. Once or twice because we are Catholic. Yeah. So <laughs> under the sheet. Yeah. And then for the more like non traditional folk, there's something called a naming ceremony, which is like oh. the non religious baptism. Oh, so it's like a welcoming ceremony for like the baby. It's kind of like the atheist version of um, a baptism. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, they like, call it naming ceremony. We're gonna call it Michael Myers. Yeah, why not? But tonight, we're traveling around the world to learn about a ritual that involves the placenta. Ooh, Ooh. placenta rituals! What? Yes. <laughs> I'm all about it. I told you this one was going to be a silly one. I can't wait. So what exactly is a placenta? So it's an organ that develops in the uterus during pregnancy. See, I didn't even know it was an organ, Jen. There you go. You didn't even know know that. Thank you. It's like health class we never went to. (laughs) Didn't mean to cut you off. No, No, it's excited. Go ahead. We're excited. So this, well, you both are never planning on having children, so you're educating yourself. Yeah, and I don't have a placenta. Well, we all actually were born with placentas. (gasps) This structure kind of like provides oxygen, nutrients for the growing baby. It also removes waste products from the baby's blood. Okay. So the placenta attaches to the wall of the woman's uterus, and then the baby's umbilical cord comes, like, arises out of it. It's usually attached to the top, side, front, or back of the uterus. Now, after the baby's born, the placenta, or as some people call it, the afterbirth, is no longer needed. Okay. Okay? Different cultures dispose of the placenta differently. While some societies, like us, we discard the placenta as biological waste, Mm -hmm. others hold ceremonies to honor the placenta for an essential role in the baby's life. 
Oh. So actually, Kim Kardashian. Oh, this fucking yeah. She, she made the whole placenta thing like here famous by eating it on Keeping Up with the Kardashians after like she had one of her kids. Oh. It was like a thing. She fucking ate the placenta. It's very uh, witchy. I don't get it. So. <laughs> So, in many traditional communities, people believe that the condition of the placenta will predict the child's future skills and abilities. Oh, no way! Yeah. It's also believed that the improper handling of the placenta can affect the health of the mother or the child. What? That's some witchcraft. Exactly. (laughs) So, the rituals for the handling of the placenta must be performed precisely and with great care. Many of these rituals can involve washing the placenta in a special like fluid or liquid, wrapping it with certain fabrics or plants, maybe placing it in a vessel, or sometimes burying the placenta in an appropriate location. Oh, I'm gonna bury my placenta. The first place we're going today is to Bali, Indonesia. Oh, hello, Indonesia. Do we have any listeners there? That's a good question. We will after this. Yeah, we might. We might. So in Bali, the placenta is called Ari-Ari. It's considered the physical body of the child's guardian angel. Oh. And the angel stays with the child its entire life. So the placenta angel stays with the child its entire life. So the placenta gets wrapped in cloth and gets placed inside a coconut. And then hung on a tree in the village graveyard. Wow. So this is believed to protect the child from illness and misfortune. This is very Etsy-like. Yes, right? Yeah. So if you go visit a graveyard in Bali and see coconut trees, I would strongly encourage you to steer away and not pick one of them off. Do not try to get coconut milk out of those coconuts, hon. You can can find pictures of this online, so insert some images here. Oh, yes. um, For our placenta coconut trees. Oh, here they are. Plenty. Do you like my placenta coconuts? The next place we're going to is South Asia. In Hmong culture, they believe that a person has a spiritual connection with his or her placenta throughout life. Kind of like the whole guardian angel thing. Okay. So the placenta gets buried with great care and there's a ritual at home. The placenta is believed to be a spiritual jacket that the baby wore to come into this world. (laughs) Spiritual jacket. Spiritual jacket. <laughs> like um, the Technicolor dream Like coat. Joseph and the Technicolor uh, dream coat. Um, insert episode, uh, movie artwork here. Joseph With starring Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond? Oh, the oh, fucking Osmond. Wait, was, was he in like the movie version? Yeah, there used to be infomercials on TV when oh, we were kids. God. Do you remember that? To like buy the, the video of vaguely. Joseph and the Technicolor but, dream coat? You know, I vaguely it's remember funny. that. They used to make us watch that like once a year in a... Um, grammar school. I believe it. I went, she went to, to Catholic school. I went to Catholic school. Yeah. Yeah. Go, Joseph, you know what they say. But, like, it was... Technicolor dream coat. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, hip- yeah. It was so hypocritical because they made us wear school uniforms, which are very, like, drab. But then, like, the coat was rainbow. It was like a gay pride float. Well, they were like, Jesus is allowed to be gay. Yeah. You're, you have to be straight. But exactly. I just remember the one song. It was like, return to laughing. And then the kids went, There's a children's ensemble and the kids are like, it's, it's, it's a very weird musical. Uh, I mean, the music is, the music is great. 
The lyrics, maybe not so much. How dare you offend uh, Joseph? (laughs) So going back to this spiritual jacket, once the baby lived his, his or her life, the spirit will, after death, retrace its life journey. Back to the very site of the placenta burial to recover the placenta. Mm. So their Mm -hmm. spirit can again wear the placenta as a spiritual jacket. Okay. That will allow them to cross back over to the other side. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. I I never thought of it in that kind of of way. A winter, rain, summer jacket. It's like a seasonal jacket. Almost like armor to go back into the... Dream right, next chapter. And the Hmong word for placenta literally means jacket. Oh, weird. Jack Lacenta. So my my baby inside me right now is wearing a spiritual jacket. <laughs> it's wearing a spiritual placenta jacket. Okay. That's so cute. Fashion all the rage. In vogue. The last one, this one's my favorite, okay? Okay. We're going to China. Hey guys. Hi, China. So, according to traditional Chinese medicine, the placenta is considered a powerful and sacred yang tonic. This tradition is over 2,000 years old and has recently made a comeback. Really? Yes. Although the trade in organs has been banned since 2005 in China. Oh. It's actually. Womp womp. It has been reported that about 10% of new parents take their placenta home with them after birth. That's a pretty big percentage. Right? Considering. Do they put it in like a little Ziploc bag? and? We're going to get yeah. there. Oh, I'm dying to know. They make snackables. The health-giving qualities of placenta are currently creating a buzz in a lot of Western cultures, especially China, where some believe it can help ward off postnatal depression improve breast milk supply and boost energy levels oh holistic in china the placenta is believed to have anti-aging qualities i've heard stuff like that before so like kim kardashian these chinese women will eat their placenta is kim kardashian chinese she's so rich she could have like plastic surgery so i know but also, I was watching episodes of My Strange Addiction, and there was a woman who was drinking her own urine to cure her Ew, melanoma. I remember that. Yeah. And she was like, <clears throat> ready? Everybody listening, you ready? She was like, I had to stop eating certain things because, like, asparagus makes your pee taste terrible. Why does this sound like the Jilly Juice Poop it, Cult? Oh my god, it insert episode artwork here. here. It does. It actually, that is accurate as fuck. There's something yeah. about asparagus that makes pee have a certain it scent. Does. It does. Yeah. There's a certain odor after you eat asparagus. Hashtag asparagus And then sometimes pee. I go to the bathroom <laughs> and I forget that I ate asparagus until I go to the bathroom. Yeah, and then you're like, oh wow, I know I what I had last shit. night. I know what I had. Yeah. Jerry, um, did you like the asparagus? <laughs> when I have my asparagus pee, I'm like, ooh, good for you, because I feel like it's the asparagus kicking in and making you healthy. I know no, I me, disagree. Oh, really? You don't think so? Wishful no, thinking. I don't know. I think it's a health... I, I feel good about it. Yeah, I'm like, oh. ooh. Y'all need my strange addiction asparagus pee episode. But I know for me that it's normally like... The first two peas after I eat asparagus, and then after that I don't smell asparagus. We had asparagus last night for dinner. Oh, ew. Was it good? 
It was okay. It was I asparagus think it was pee. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in the Bangkok Post, so in Thailand, mm. a woman named Wang Long actually said, "It is in the refrigerator now, and I am waiting for my mother to come and cook it to eat." After cleaning, it can be stewed for soup without that fishy smell. (laughs) She also added that she believed that eating her placenta would help her recover from her delivery of her baby. Believe it or not, there are actually websites out there Mm. where people swap placenta recipes and share how to prepare the placenta. One website suggests that you can cook the placenta in soup. Mm-hmm. You can cook it in dumplings, mm-hmm. in meatballs. I do love both those things. Or mixing it with other Chinese medicines. Wow. Well, I do love meatballs and I do love dumplings. So I know that if you invite us over to your home soon... Um, if you have dumplings or meatballs on the menu, I'm going to have to respectfully decline. I mean, if you come over now, you'd be safe. If you come over after December, then you might have to respectfully decline. Oh, exactly. I'm going to be like, I know what you're doing. You're trying to get me into your cult. So that is my little episode about placenta rituals. I love that. We're going to call this the placenta ritual episode. A lot of websites actually like strongly encourage you not to eat your placenta. Mm. It's considered biological waste. But listen, Mm. you do you. If you feel like this is something that's going to help you on your recovery from after giving birth to a child that you've been carrying inside of you for nine months... Fine. Yeah. To each their own. Yep. Yeah. If it's important to you and your culture, then absolutely do it. Yeah. But my biggest question to wrap this episode up is for those on YouTube, look at me looking at Jen. Jen. (laughs) I think I I have the same question. Jen, I would like to know your plans for your placenta after birth. I was going to ask. Oh, I'm fucking discarding that shit. Oh, my. Oh. Yes. There we go. Yeah. I I want to be like so. I want to be like drugged up that I don't know what the fuck is going on. That's how that's that's how I would feel. But also, how about this for Patreon.com slash Bizarre Buffet? We could raffle off Jen Wilson's placenta. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think any of you would want my placenta. I wouldn't want to give you my placenta. Exactly. There's a lot of combination of issues. There's a lot of issues there. Like, how would we ship that to our our winner who would be winning the placenta? Can you imagine? Because yeah, at the at the post office, they're like, are there any fragiles? Uh, liquids. My placenta. Yeah, actually, we're mailing placenta via USPS to a Patreon winner. Didn't, uh, um, this, like, rings a bell. I feel like when we did our Facebook Marketplace Finds Mm. episode, wasn't one of... Insert artwork. Wasn't... That's an old school one. That was, like, one of our earlier ones, but wasn't there a Facebook Marketplace thing, and it was, like, placenta recipes it was a book of placenta recipes i believe oh, it oh that sounds familiar maybe i'm making this up we're like 
in the triple digits of episodes. Yeah, this so is like I, 107, I, I think, or 106. Yeah. I don't know. We're, well, we're up there. But triple digits. I love that episode, Jen. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. And it makes me wish I had a placenta to make well, you into know what? something. You could have a placenta one day. Maybe one day. In the meantime, if your placenta is still inside of you or if you have plans on discarding it like Jen does, um, before you do that, go to patreon.com slash bizarre buffet, Instagram and Facebook at bizarre buffet, bizarrebuffet.com, which is still up and running, honey. And if you're listening to our podcast, you can watch us on YouTube. Yes, we have hello. a YouTube channel where we record. Hello, bonjour. Visually. Yes. Yeah. Which is bizarre. Je voudrais un livre. Yeah. I want my book. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I mean, I guess with that being said. <clears throat> My name is Michelle Pfeiffer, the placenta demon. And I am a bowl of placenta soup. Beautiful. And I'm the umbilical cord, and I'm going to go and um, hang myself with it. Oh, no, so macabre. Don't. Chop, chop. <laughs>